Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jerry Daily Show for Thursday, August 1st, 2019. It's your boy, Justin Robert Young. Man, man, I'll tell you what, got a busy little day here for myself. Busy little day for myself. I got to get on a red eye. Never a good idea. I didn't plan on doing this. All right. So I screwed up, y'all. I screwed up. I screwed up booking my flights out to Gen Con. Technically, my flights were for last week, <laughs> which would not have helped me a lot because Gen Con is to, is currently today. Today, tomorrow, through the weekend. So I realized this when I got an alert that I should check into my flight last week. And I'm like, oh, crap, that can't happen. Got to move it. So I did. But now that meant that for me to keep the, the the rebooking costs to a minimum, that my new flight was a red eye. So I got to go from San Francisco to Indianapolis. It's going to land me there about five. All right. Not the worst. Right. As far as red eyes go, it's okay. Although my, my low-key new travel hack is do red eyes with connections. Red eyes with connections. Better because you technically get more time to sleep. And if you can sleep on planes or in airplane in airplane lounges, that's the move. The move is just to get as many winks as you can, uncomfortable though they might be, because an average sleep on a flight, I always think translates to about 0.75 to a regular sleep. Probably even less to a good sleep. So not only are you getting like three hours of sleep, it's technically, in the way that my brain works, like 1.75. I don't know if this math works. Uh, 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 hours of sleep from when you take off. But I'm not even doing that. I'm coming right in. Coming in hot. 10 o'clock on uh, uh, the West Coast, landing at 5 o'clock in Central Time. And then I got to go right over to the convention center. I'm doing a talk at 10 o'clock. So if you're coming to Gen Con, 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, uh, how to lose $40,000 on Kickstarter and how we made it all back. That is the first talk. Saturday night, 8 p.m., we're doing Playing With Politics, how to design a game that uh, is almost certain to start a fight. We talk all about the creation of the contender from the design phase and how we went about designing a game that we knew would involve people's feelings about politics. We had some very specific thoughts on that. And uh, for anybody who is a game designer, if you want to uh, uh, think more about, I mean, this is a lot of like theory of mind stuff in, in terms of like, okay, well, what are you expecting in the theme of your game? It's kind of more just a general talk about our philosophy on theming 
and and when you should use it, what it's most useful for, uh, and why it's like you need to think about this kind of stuff instead of just like saying, I don't know, detectives are cool. It's like, no, you want to do, you want to think about like what's the coolest part about being a detective. You want to, I don't know, whatever. I'm just doing the talk right now. Anyway, uh, uh, so here's, here's, I'm literally, this is the last thing that I'm doing before I go and head off and, and do a bunch of stuff and then eventually go to the airport, which includes haircut, beard trim, go to the airport. I'm going to try this new thing called not getting super drunk because I'm curious to see whether or not a red eye is better or worse if I don't wake up with a hangover. Because that's the other thing is like, if you get drunk before a red eye, then you don't really even get like a hangover hangover because you haven't really slept a lot off. <laughs> You're just kind of like hitting pause on drinking and then waiting for all the effects of the drinking that you've already done to catch up with you. It's just not a good look. It's just a bad look. Anyway, I hope to see some of you guys at Gen Con at the talks. Uh, uh, otherwise, let's go ahead and get into the news. We're going to go with the opposite side of the coin of yesterday's story, which was kind of dystopic. It was with the Chinese vlogger and her beauty filter glitching out, revealing that she is indeed a 58-year-old woman. This one's, I think, uh, the, 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 the good, the good side of tech. Quote, funerals are now live streamed and families are grateful. With friends and relative dis uh, relatives dispersed, a growing number of funeral homes are streaming services and demand is increasing. The call came on January 2nd, writes Paris Martino. It was early enough in the morning that Natalie Levy probably shouldn't have been awake. She had recently left a high-stress job in a private equity firm in San Francisco and was determined to relax a bit, but her dog had woken her up. It was her sister on the line. When's the last time he spoke to mom, Levy remembers her asking. The worry in her voice was palpable. Levy's sister was supposed to meet her mother that day in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where they both live, but the mother didn't show. Levy felt the panic rising. Probably within an hour and a half, I was calling Ann Arbor police, crying on the phone. Something seemed so off. Then another call from her sister, who had searched her mom's house with the neighbors. They'd found a receipt for a gun in the kitchen. Jesus Christ. I was expecting a little heartwarming story that led to a live stream funeral, but this one's taking a real turn. The call from her brother-in-law came shortly after midnight. He was crying and barely able to get the words out. He said they found her body on the outskirts of Ann Arbor in a park. She says between the quiet sobs and shaky breaths, it's like you're just living a nightmare. You don't think it's true. They say it takes about four months with suicide for it to fully set in. Within a few hours, Levy was on a plane to Michigan where she and her family quickly planned a funeral. The suddenness of it all left them with an all-too-common problem tracking down people whose lives her mother had touched and giving them a chance to mourn with their fellow loved ones. I'm not... Holy shit! I mean, look, I can understand as a reporter, you need the anecdote. The anecdote that tells the story, right? Without you having to explain it. It's show, don't tell. Here's a reason why a live stream funeral was going to be something that would be attractive to some people. But holy moly, a woman going out into the outskirts of your town and shooting herself? Good God. I mean, 
I'm not saying it's not good. It's riveting. It's amazing. A uh, big shout out to Paris Martino for uh, 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 bringing bringing this to to everybody's attention. But Jesus Christ! Holy smokes! This is just crazy. That's so intense and so sad. It's so crazy that it almost overshadows the fact that we're talking about live streaming a funeral. Now I'm on the other side. This is a bad anecdote because now all I want to know about is why that woman killed herself. I don't want to know anything. Yes, they live stream funerals. Beep, pop, boop. Okay. That's like four sentences. And then they live stream the funeral. That's like telling a story about how you found $5 on the ground outside of Auschwitz. Maybe that's aggressive too. Now I cross the line. God damn it. Now I don't know what to do. Now I, how can I go back to making fun of this article when I just mentioned the Holocaust? I really painted myself into a corner. Me in Paris. Hmm. Whatever. Here's emails. You can always email me, jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Matt writes, while I purchased and continue to use or continue to enjoy Action News, you got everything wrong about Euro-style board games. I play these styles at least several times a week. Yes, I would say that Euro-style board games uh, gamers tend to be snobby about games. The games themselves definitely don't have to be complicated with long rules. Usually they have really fascinating mechanics. Euro-styles don't have as much randomness as Ameritrash games and usually don't have as much conflict or player elimination. Euro-style are more abstract and have multiple ways to win. They also have a mechanic that prevents a player from taking a huge lead with an easy victory. Uh, Matt, my, my, my larger point is that, uh, uh, number one, also I didn't get everything wrong because you confirmed I got something right. So number one, in your face, point one to me, early lead that is now insurmountable and you are eliminated as a player. I am a kingmaker for my own player state and I have announced that I am indeed the king. Boom, in your face, USA, USA, USA. That being said, I look, I love Eurostyle board games. I, I like them. Uh, I, I'm worried. I, I get scared about fans. I get scared about the fans of Eurostyle board games because they tend to hate the things that I like to make. So really, all you've done is reinforce exactly why I'm terrified to go to Gen Con and then face all these people when I am on, a, a you know, 1.75 hour sleep or whatever I determined while I was doing my crappy version of math. Uh, a few seconds ago. Enar writes in, here's a tune named the N-word, but it's just, it's the actual word, just the N-word. It's an anti-racist song by Scandinavian all-white rap core band. It's from the 90s, and it has not stood the test of time. Enar, I appreciate you sending this in, but I will politely decline <laughs> to play it on the show. Ken writes, I think Deadpool will ruin the MCU. 
I'm a lifelong comic guy and I like Deadpool. Sometimes I give a polite tip of the tongue to my fa- uh, my fellow Canadian, Ryan Reynolds, and his pair of delightly, de- delightfully fun, funny, and successful Deadpool movies. But I predict Deadpool will be the Steve Urkel of the MCU. I mean, you mean the most popular character? I add editorially. We continue. Remember that first Pirates of the Caribbean movie? It was a fun movie that had a quirky side character, Captain Jack Sparrow. He was so popular that they made him the protagonist of the sequels. Like an extra large bag of flaming hot Cheetos, we quickly learned that less is more. Deadpool's whole shtick is pointing out the fourth wall. It's a funny shtick in a Deadpool movie, and it'll be funny the first few times in an MCU team-up. But as my mom used to tell me when I was a kid and accidentally stumbled on a funny joke, then proceeded to obnoxiously squeeze every last bit of humor from it, First time funny, second time not funny, third time spanking. Ugh. That's some harsh rules there, Ken. I, I disagree. I mean, I think that they've done a pretty good job of, of uh, sewing in different types of humor, uh, and, and they seem to be committed to sewing in even more different types of genres into the MCU. I think Deadpool has obviously been a crowd pleaser, and I would rather see a world where he can connect with all these other Marvel treasures than just be in his own pocket universe. But I don't know. Maybe he'll be right. Maybe he'll be the Steve Urkel. Okay. It's time. End of the week. Let's get ready for the weekend with a little bit of high thoughts. I believe in all Michael Jackson music videos, he looks like he's dancing in front of a screen. Thriller, beat it, bad, all of them. Look closely, you can see a thin film of washed out color over the background dancers. He was never Never on set set with them. Only a screen for unlimited takes without anyone knowing how many times it took to get right, 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 right. Archito puffs overinflated crunchy. Or are Cheetos crunchy, a dried-up version of the Puffs? If I forget a high thought, does it matter? Or is it a bye thought? Tomatoes are an underrated fruit and an overrated veggie. 
They should interlace cream layers into ice cream. So when it starts to melt, there's a creamy surface on every bite. Asking for a receipt is an implicit threat. Those were high thoughts. That about wraps it up for us today. You can, of course, always get in touch with the show by emailing us at jurydaily at gmail.com. Always love the high thoughts, my favorite moment of the week, and you can get on that segment if you just put high thoughts, H-I comma, thoughts in the subject line. I want to thank our producers who make this show possible, Bill, Dustin, Brian, or <laughs> Bill, Dustin, Robert H., Brian C., M., Trade the Melodic Command, Adam, Middle Age, Mike, and Hadley Smith. If you want to connect with me, head on over to Twitter and Instagram at Justin R. Young. If you're going to Gen Con, a reminder that I'm giving a talk tomorrow. That is Friday at 10 a.m. in the convention center. I believe it is room 111. Me and John Teasdale talking about how we lost $40,000 on Kickstarter and how we made it all back. And then, of course, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Uh, room 232 we are giving our playing with politics talk how to design a game that you know will almost certainly start a fight and uh that is at yeah 8 p.m on saturday all right you can join our discord a bit.ly slash jury discord big shout out to open by you and another jay martin who submitted the same story about live streaming a funeral oh my god what a lead and that pretty much wraps it up. Till next time, he's your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. But until I see you again, please don't. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>